and welcome to the Her Podcast. I'm Neve Marr. My guest this week, Jenny Keane, is a professionally trained holistic sex educator and tantra yoga teacher on a mission to ignite a sexual revolution here in Ireland. Sounds fantastic. Over the bank holiday weekend, though, Jenny went on her social media and informed her followers that her page was about to be revoked. Jenny, you're here in studio. Thank you so much for coming in after I frantically <laughs> DM'd you during this whole thing going, I need to talk to you. What is going on? So for anybody who's listening a little bit later in the week, it's Tuesday the 26th of October. And the big question is, what happened? Was it revoked? How are things going? No, no. So I'm still here. So yeah. I had a, I got a message on Instagram within the app itself. And I I was shocked when I saw it. So I, did, I, I was, it was a little bit of a blur, you know, and it was yeah. like, basically, you have um, violations against community guidelines and your account is going to be revoked as of Monday 26th, right? Yeah. Is it or 20? 25th. 25th, yeah. And um, yeah, and I saw this and I was like, what? <laughs> so I'm just in shock. I thought it was maybe a joke or a scam because, you know, there's lots of scams going around. so much, yeah. Um, and I have a friend in Instagram and I messaged her and I said, is this real? You know, and she's like, let me look into it. She looked in, she's like, no, it is real. And I brought it to the team and they said, because there is a picture that incites nudity there's nothing they can do about it. And I was like, oh my gosh, I'm pushing back because you're an educator. She's been to my workshops and yeah. all of this stuff. And she loves the work that I do. She's very supportive. So um, she's like, I'm going to push back. And I said, would it be beneficial to put a post up or something and just kind of say, like, prove that I'm an educator, you know, yeah. and that this I'm not doing anything untoward. And um, yeah, and so that's what happened. And then, you know, on Monday, I basically was, you know, midnight on Monday uh, morning, I'm like looking at my phone being like, OK, I'm still here. And all day yesterday, I was doing the same thing. Every time I opened, yeah, I was holding my breath every time I opened Instagram. But now it's Tuesday. I'm still here. You're so still I think, here. Yeah. yeah. Well, I mean, the post that you put up as well, there was so there was such a huge reaction to it. And there was such a massive amount of engagement, which was great to see. But I'm going to quote you just so that our audience knows. So in the post, you said, I have always known that sex related content is not welcome on Instagram. This includes sex positive educational content. Unfortunately, there seems to be no way to distinguish between adult content that is for well-being and adult content that is for something else. So you mentioned the community guidelines there, and I think this is a really important point to make for the platform and the audience that you've gained on Instagram. It is all about education and it is about well-being and it's sex positive. But I suppose, can you go into a little bit more depth in what you mean by the differentiation about sex content in general on Instagram? Um, yeah, so I suppose the easiest way to explain this, I mean, the guidelines are there for our safety and protection anyway, right? Yeah. So that's initially what they're there for. And I mean, we, we can give out about Instagram, but at the end of the day, it's a huge um, platform mm. with, I don't know how many people you could even begin to think about, yeah. like billions maybe. And so, you know, trying to regulate that um, is, it means that it, it just kind of sweeps, you know, a lot of people just get sweeped into the same bracket. Yeah. Um, but for example, um, I know uh, if you're for you know if you're advertising or anything like this, you and l- let's say condoms take for take condoms for example. If you're advertising condoms for her pleasure, this is a promotion that you cannot. It will not go up. You cannot do it. It will be revoked. But if you're advertising condoms to prevent pregnancy, then this can go through. Right. So it's like very specific, right? Um, and I, and I actually think you know there is a lot. I mean, I mean. We, 
Instagram is a body of people, mm-hmm. right? And I think, you know, in this day and age, we're only really just kind of stepping into the um, uh, the idea that sex education, you know, fear-based preventative sex education just doesn't work. Mm. And we have to do a lot of re-education and reworking in, within ourselves individually to get to the point where, you know, sex positive education is seen as something that is actually positive and necessary, right? And so I think the people who are working behind Instagram, there's a, you know, there's a multitude of them, you know, um, who, uh, yes, absolutely carry shame and uh, don't understand um, uh, sex education and its purpose and are probably still fearful of it and then there's a huge amount of people who also work on Instagram I, like they all contacted me as well at the weekend being yeah. like you know here's my here's my number if it gets taken down send me a message and we'll get it back up you know so those people are exist as well who who can see the benefit of it and absolutely so. the thing that I find so interesting as well is I actually saw I don't know if you would follow um, Shauna Scott on Instagram a sex shopper yeah, so yeah. she's she's another person who who speaks about uh, sex content on Instagram. I've noticed that I haven't really been seeing a lot of her content lately. Like, you know, she's spoken about how she's being shadow banned herself. And I think what's interesting is that she's moved more onto TikTok. And she Mm -hmm. says regularly now, like, if you want to get more of my content, come follow me over here. And the thing with that is, like you said, it's very easy to just go, oh, well, Instagram needs to do better and they need to differentiate that. But what they're actually doing by not, delving into it more is that they are driving creators away from the platform yes. onto other platforms yeah. onto competitive platforms mm-hmm. and it's it's something that probably 100% needs to be addressed so that this level of information is put out there but I suppose Jenny I want to ask you know can you tell us a little bit about what exactly it is that you teach on the platform <laughs> and what exactly that content is because I know you know on your bio and stuff you return back to Ireland only in 2019 really to kind of spread this messaging so give us a little bit of history into your own yeah. life. So uh, I, I suppose um, uh, I came back to Ireland life I suppose full time before that I was I started traveling in 2011 and I started finding this work along the way mostly for myself right it mm. always starts for yourself first right because you've got questions and I was experiencing lots of issues in with in terms of my sexuality from menstruation to sex and I was really curious to know more I really I recognize like I don't know anything about my body I don't know how it works and um, I don't know why it's not working the yeah. way that you know I would like it to work or the way that it should work you know and so I started to 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 do my own kind of discovery and and when you travel you're opened up to a world you know outside of the world that you think exists you know yeah. and um I was really very very blessed to be um uh, to meet mentors and teachers who were really prolific in kind of the area of, you know, the sex revolution in America and things like this. And uh, so I was really lucky with this. So I started <clears throat> exploring it for myself first and I was always coming home in the summertime to teach I mean because Ireland in the summer is the best place to be right it is, it is. <laughs> and so I would come home to teach yoga and in my yoga classes I would mention you know about um, sex and menstruation and orgasmic energy and people would be like would come up to me and my regulars would come up to me and say like oh I'd love to know more about that so I actually held my very first um orgasm workshop in 2016 in the fumbly actually we're Stop, very just around yeah, the corner just here yeah I love that um the the, the people in the fumbly are just incredible brilliant, yeah. yeah brilliant uh and then such a supportive space um for people uh like me who are doing things a little bit on the outskirts of society right and um 
Uh, and so I held my first workshop then and I came back basically every single year and I held it again and again. And I mean, the thing is with the workshop in person is that, you know, you're limited to 22 people in the room. Um, whereas when it went online, I came back in 2019 and it was a kind of a funny story because I was deciding to settle in Asia actually and I just kept getting this pull like from my yeah. heart being like you have to go home and I was like I'm not going home I'm li- I'm literally in paradise I can see the ocean from my house and I'm not paying an arm and a leg to live with five other people you know yeah. and so uh, I was like if I'm coming home you know I want to create uh, I really want to step you know, create a community that I have here that's open and very um, uh, expressive and, you know, I'm allowed to be who I am, I suppose. And so I decided, I was like, right, I, I am really being called home and if I'm doing this, I'm going to just, I'm going to push it, you know. Yeah. I just felt this fire behind me and, um, yeah, and then basically, I suppose, uh, lockdown and... Um, it was a great chemical reaction, right? Because I, I was due to do a workshop in the Fumbly and I already had the girls signed up for it. And I said, everyone's doing this thing on Zoom. I don't know if this workshop's going to work on Zoom, but we could just try, right? And yeah. they had been signed up for months. They were like, yeah, try it. And so I it was like, grand. I put the rest of the places up because you have 100 spots on um, on on Instagram. And literally it went in 24 hours. And I was like, whoa, that's... And then more people were like, do it again, do it again. And so I put it up again a couple of days later and that sold out, I don't know, in, in a couple of hours. And then I was like, oh my goodness, and someone's like why don't you just up the limit of participants then I had 500 people then I had 800 people and it just the ball rolled you know and um like I can't tell you what's happened since then. Yeah. It was <laughs> it's so interesting because it was around that time that I started to to see your content mm. more, and it was to do with the orgasm online. Yeah, you know, because I mean that catches your attention, right? Yes. It's like there's this woman and she's teaching women and men about orgasms and about pleasure and talking about it in a very open and safe space, and coming from a place of education. And I think. A lot of, you know, well, I can only speak for myself and my friends, but a lot of us, you know, we we didn't have a good sex education when we were growing up. So I suppose what was the reaction to the workshops originally kind of going back to 2016? And also, how has that grown over the years? Is there a bigger appetite for it? Or do you see people being like, oh, yeah, well, you know, I've been to 17 orgasm workshops this week, but I'm really excited about yours because I want to learn even more. Yeah. Oh, you know what? It's there's it's a, on a spectrum. <laughs> I've had this on orgasm, but I want to know yeah. what this orgasm yeah. is like. Tell me what this is going to feel like. Just give me all the information. Are you finding yes. that? Are people like once they come to you, they can't up? Oh, there it is. They can't yeah. stop coming. Love yeah. that. <laughs> I didn't even mean it. Yeah, I know. This is what happens. I start talking and I'm like, oh, I didn't mean to say that, there but it's it just come out. Um, yeah, I, I mean, it really is a, a across the spectrum. Like, I'm, and the thing about education is that it really gives your sexuality, regardless of where you are, whether you've never had an orgasm or where you've, or whether you consider yourself to be multi-orgasmic, it gives what is happening in your body context, and yeah. also it gives you a, an understanding. I always say this is like the baseline; it's like the foundation. If you don't know how your house works or where the rooms are, you know, in your house and how to open the door to get into what room, I mean, 
you're in the dark, you know. Yeah. And so it's really important to kind of this is the kind of the brickwork, right? The foundation, and and then from that, and also as well, I think it really allows. I mean, we're so we're so much in our mind when it comes to our sexuality that I think it really education really allows us to. I always say, open the trap door of our mind and move from our mind into our body because really this is where pleasure lives, yeah. right? Pleasure, sensation, it lives in our body, you know. And when we have been taught, you know, through fear-based education, through preventative sex education, um, that our sexuality is dangerous, right? So when we're told that our body is dangerous, that our sexuality is dangerous, you know, it's not safe for us to be in our body. And so it's it's teaching people, right, this is the mechanics, this is how it works. It is safe to be here. And so when the mind starts ticking off, you can actually talk back to it. You know, yeah. it's like learning, I would say it's like learning body language, right? Um, and I think what's so beautiful is that I think the over time, I always talk about sex education, first of all, you know, as I said, giving your uh, sexuality context and learning how to move from, I suppose, from a goal orientated sex or performative based sex to um, discovery and exploration. Right. And um, but I think even before that understanding your sexuality is really about a reclamation first mm. taking back what is and always has been yours and you know because I always say you know you you are a sexual sensual being from the time that you're born until the time that you die the way you move through the world is through your senses that's sensual the way the world moves through you is through your senses that's sensual and yeah. this is what I mean by sexuality we oftentimes just think that sexuality is is we reduce it to the act of penetrative sex mm -hmm. right and so it's about learning to expand your definition of what what sexuality means, you know, for you, you know, through to you and then through you and learning how to express that, that it's safe to express that, that actually it's necessary for you to express this, you know. It's so interesting when you talk about this because I, I kind of automatically go back to my own history and like, okay, well, what have I learned throughout, you know, my years as a woman growing up? And there was never anything that was I suppose, the relationship between, for example, menstruation and sexuality. Mm -hmm. So so basically like the physicality of becoming a woman and that was all very much physical. This has happened to you. This is what could happen to you if you're not completely safe and protected. And then when I kind of think back about, okay, well, you know, people talk about a sexual awakening or anything like that. Most of that was just being pumped into us from movies and Hollywood films and we never, like nothing that you see on film is you know a true representation I'm sure there is but like a lot of the movies that we would have watched when we were younger is like you know the the curtain blows out and the woman comes straight away and like it's just this amazing it it doesn't happen like that and I think for for women in particular it's it's almost very difficult to pinpoint what that moment is of when you should start really thinking about your own sexuality because a lot of people aren't taught about it. Yeah. And yeah. I, I actually talk about this in Orgasm Online. I talk about we have, so just as we have developmental phases in terms of, you know, moving from infant to toddler to child to adolescent to adulthood, right? 
our sexuality has the same developmental stages. And, you know, um, a lot of this, because we don't understand it and, you know, it's never been thought to us, we don't understand that, you know, sexual activation when our hormones start kicking off, um, certain things are happening then. How we interact with ourselves and other people mm. is going to affect. And we hear about, you know, who your friends are when you're, you know, um, uh, growing up is important, that that, you know, f- forms who you are. Yeah. It also forms your uh, relationship to your body, to your sexuality, to how you express your sexuality. Like if you, you know, um, I don't know if you were like me when you were growing up, but like, you know, we had like beat the slapper in yeah. school. Oh yeah, <laughs> and it's like it was like a, a very very accepted game yeah. that we used to go out and play. Yeah. And I, I remember like girl like girls coming into school on the Monday and being like, "Oh my god, you know, um, Eva kissed uh, or Eva shifted like four seventy two guys. Oh, this one did ninety three, and I'm like, oh my god, what the? Yeah, <laughs> you know, how is there even time in yeah. the night? Like, yeah, yeah, what was happening? It was yeah. like. Oh. <laughs> But, um, but that's it. You know, and, and we learn. And, and I mean, and that's that this is the next stage, which is sexual exploration, which mm. is so natural, you know. I mean, we also would have seen it as well. Like you're exploring your sexuality in relation to your peers. So maybe you kissed a girl in front, but maybe it was in front of boys or other girls. To, and what you're doing is actually testing the reaction yeah. and you're understanding where you stand. Like, am I getting attention for this? Is it good attention or bad attention? And you're forming your opinions and your beliefs based off those reactions Um, and then you move into another stage which is it goes at this kind of time oriented I'd explain this a little bit in detail more detail in the workshop but also as well like you know when someone tells you know get back up there and you know you can't go out in that short skirt you're learning your yeah. sexuality is dangerous you're learning that it's not safe you know to express yourself that you know um, uh, and, and, and because of that uh, Neve if anything does happen, you know, you instantly take this on as your guilt, shame, like your yeah. shame, and also that you were to blame. And so, unfortunately, because these conversations up until now have always been, you know, hidden and in the dark, um, you know, uh, shame, our shame thrives in that. I mean, you know, Brené Brown is like the yeah. massive teacher of shame. And she says, like, shame lives in the places that people are not talking about, lives, it lives and thrives actually in silence. And so it's just learning to shed a light on this, that this is so important to who you are, you know, and how you can express yourself. And I think, you know, it's I I think I really hope that there comes a time, you know, where, you know, none of us are having to kind of learn how to connect with our sexuality or learn how to like, you know, get our sexy back or feel confident and safe in our body to express our sexuality that, you know, like that our erotic and sexual self um, will will be a part of us because it always has been an yeah. integrated um, part of who we are, you know. Absolutely. Do you find, Jenny, that there's um, a generational gap when it comes to this? And this is, you know, speaking from the people who are taking part in your courses and the people who interact with you online. Because like you said there, you know, I think we probably come from the same generation of the the beat the slapper like I went to an all-girls Catholic mm-hmm. school um you know in secondary school there was not one girl in my entire school who was bisexual or a lesbian you know like our sexuality um as well as our sexual preferences were never something that was discussed unless it was something that was kind of in a take the piss kind of way you know like nothing was really spoken about in a healthy way and I know time and hindsight has changed that we can look back now and go okay well we were 
were, you know, stunted. We weren't given the opportunity to talk about things. We were we were given sex education more in the line of family planning. Like I've spoke about this on the podcast before. So it was more so, you know, if you have sex, you will get pregnant and then you're going to be a mother. You know, we were all a bunch of 16 year olds. Four of them were pregnant at the time. We were like, okay, so clearly we don't know what the fuck is going on or what we're talking about. Um, But yeah, have you found that there's more understanding now and there's definitely more of a uh, a push in terms of getting that right conversations or not right because obviously every conversation is a good conversation but I suppose the mindset of people who are growing up now being more open to it is that what you're finding? Um, yeah but I think that's also in you have to you have to look at that in context to um, I suppose uh, the world and our culture like I mean, even if you look at right now, how mainstream actually talking about sex and even Tantra, you know, and mm. conscious sexuality is becoming. You look at Goop, you know. Yeah. I only just saw this two days ago. Someone, oh, I've yeah, never seen new, it before. There's a new yeah. one now. Well, I watched the original and now there's one that's specific with uh, sex and love and Goop. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So a lot of the people on that, like, were some of them were my mentors, you know, that I worked right. with. Michaela Bohm. Uh, Bohm was one of my mentors when it came to learning how to hold space for women and women's circles and, um, also embodied movement and things like this so and for me you know even it's so funny even in the last 18 months um what I would say like when people ask me like what am I and what have I done I find it so difficult to to put that into a sentence right mm. because I've I've explored this over 10 years now and I've it has not been a linear process for me I've explored everything from like uh, sexological body work to trauma therapy to tantra yoga through to traditional tantra neo-tantra uh, conscious sexuality um, and like that's within women's work or uh, partner work and it's on such a scale and it's so difficult to say all of these things when <clears throat> I suppose people don't know the language to begin with and I think you know if we if we look at I said uh, you know um, goop also sex education have you seen that yeah it's great oh my goodness like when parents say like you know what should I how should I teach my kids you know how should I talk to my kids I'm always like first of all you have to go through your own education first mm. because you if if there is shame in you, you will not be able to hide that. It will just come out in sentences. So work on the best thing you can do for your kids is to to seek out high quality education first for yourself. Um, and then uh, also as well I always say and, and then let them watch sex education absolutely <laughs> absolutely it, and also the topics are so relevant to what what they're going through in this moment in time I mean the the world of social media has meant that I mean when we were growing up when we were exploring our sexuality in relation to our peer group it was very much our school yeah, right that's it. whereas nowadays kids who are growing up are still exploring the sexuality in, into, in relation to their peer group but their peer group is global now mm. you know they're looking at Instagram they're looking at like Kylie Jenner you know for example and you know watching how <clears throat> she expresses her ex- sexuality and watching how um, you know uh, how many followers she has how many likes she- they're receiving all of this as information yeah. learning how to I suppose exchange um, their sexuality for currency right attention and this is all totally normal this mm. is like a part of sexual exploration but I think um, uh, I think it's so important I really hope this is in schools very soon but I think it's so important to teach them this you know yeah. Um, that's yeah 
definitely so interesting that you say currency though because that's what we were kind of doing when we were younger anyway we were doing it with Beat the Slapper we just didn't understand that that was we used it as a bargaining chip essentially if you go into school on one day you know that you're going to be you know larded or whatever for the fact that you had kissed this amount of people so it was being used as a currency we just didn't post about it online because we didn't necessarily have it and so many women and men but I I mostly speak to women online now but so many women um hold such shame over this I don't know if you saw my recent post I I, it's one of the when I put it up as an Instagram story and someone asked a question about how do you get over and the guilt and shame that you feel and regret that you feel for the ways that you you know for drunkenly uh, allowing men to take advantage of you or to you know to to use your body right Mm. um how do you get over the regret of this and for me it's for me it's just acknowledging that you know we were all doing the best that we could. None of us were given the correct tools. And that wasn't anybody's fault. It's just that it wasn't there. It wasn't available available for us mm. at that moment. And like very few of us received that. You know, I know there's I always get like my mum and dad were very open with myself and my my sister and brother. And I, I know other uh, parents who were as well. So there's always like the couple of wild cards. But in general, you know, most of us did not receive the correct education, did not receive the correct support, the correct understanding, and therefore did not have the tools to understand how to support ourselves as we went through this age of like sexual exploration and discovery. And so um, we did the best that we could with what we knew at the time. And it's about really accepting that, like that you were doing your best, yeah. you know, and that, that, that that's OK. And it's so important to learn how to forgive yourself. Um, and also then to seek out high quality sex education because as I said this is so important fundamental in learning how to rewrite your story that it's possible you know to rewrite your story I get so many women who say to me I think I'm broken and I'm like you're not broken you just haven't been given the correct tools you know absolutely and you know the high quality sex education that you give on Instagram is the reason why I wanted to talk to you today as well because you know it was that moment of fear I suppose of the fact that something like that is being taken away from a platform that so many people depend on and that are obviously getting it so I suppose Jenny to kind of wrap up but not really to wrap up because I could literally talk to you all day <laughs> I want to learn more tell, tell me everything tell me more um, have you spoken to other creators on the platform since this has happened to you oh yeah I reached out to loads of people because yeah. I also was trying to figure out was it a scam right yeah <laughs> and a, lo- a lot of other creators got uh, the notification as well if they had violations um, and then some other people messaged me to say that they also received the notification as well so but so far nothing has happened okay. so I don't know what that means you know but I have to say like it's 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 interesting because for me as I said to you uh, before this started like it was so I, I went on such an emotional roller coaster because the beginning I was kind of like oh look if this happens it happens it's fine you know there'll be another way around it you know mm. um, and I mean I also uh, we have built and I really say we like I don't think this is me at all it's it's we have really built such a powerful community very supportive I mean if you've ever looked at my Instagram like uh, like some people go like oh god you're opening yourself up to like all these you know weird messages I get no weird messages 
all you know, beautiful so interesting. You know, beautiful messages supportive messages messages that are just like uh, thank you you know and I think this is really the I always say like we create this space together you know mm. um, and I think uh, yeah and I, 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 I was like oh it's fine but then at the same time when all the messages started coming in and I started reading through them you know I, I'm god I'm probably gonna bawl my eyes are crying now again but it was just so bittersweet because I was like this is so important what people don't see right is that when I put up a post I might get like six comments underneath it and you know a couple of likes loads of saves but what I get most is people sending private messages and DMs saying thank you so much you didn't you don't realize gonna definitely cry (laughs) you don't realize how much I needed to read this to and also as well the way that I work on Instagram is that I I I I always it's always consensual I ask people can I share their message because a lot of people want to remain anonymous that they don't feel comfortable or safe liking a post like this because they don't want to be seen by other people so we still carry that shame in Ireland you know and so allowing people to you know um share anonymously and see the stories like this has helped so many women to realize and men to realize they're not alone in what they're going through and that is I think one of the biggest gifts that a platform like Instagram can give right because it it, it can reach so many people a lot of people before they even come to my workshop some of them haven't ever come to the workshops I put the content up so that they can there's so much information there Neve. like even if you never ever come to a workshop you don't feel you know comfortable or safe coming to a workshop Read, you know, read, read through the safe stories, read the posts, because there's so much information there if you can digest it and just let it, um, you know, uh, kind of work its way through you, you know. And I think that's what's so important, that it's a free platform. It's 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 there for people um, uh, when they need it, you know, uh, and I think. Yeah, that's. <laughs> it's incredible <laughs> to hear you speak about it, Jenny. And honestly, like it's, you know, you said it yourself there. It's a safe place where people feel comfortable to talk to you and having met you in person now as well you're exactly the same as you are Mm -hmm. on Instagram which is incredibly open and incredibly understanding for you know what people are going through and also the fact that people want to learn but they may not like you said have the tools or the confidence to even do that because like social media can be a vicious place people do look at people's likes and who they're following and all this kind of stuff actually though if people are saving your posts that racks up that engagement because actually the best thing that you can do to a post is to save it down um but it's I mean I'm so glad that it hasn't been taken away from you but I do think that if anybody is listening to this you know and they depend on a platform or they look at education in this form and it is taken down due to community guidelines or whatever um, that social media have in place. It's so broad that they do have these guidelines in place for a reason. It's to protect people and it's for safety purposes. But there are also other ways that they can get to you. And I think this is one of the things that I wanted to talk to you about as well, that just say they do revoke your Instagram, which I don't think they're going to because from what you've said, you know, you you went and you spoke to Instagram and you've pledged your case. And I mean, if anything, it needs platforms and educators like you on it. Um, but there are other ways that people can get in touch with you as well. You have a newsletter, you have a website. So just tell us a little bit about how people can learn more and get more information from you. Even if they're not on Instagram, because yeah. everybody <laughs> should be having a conversation with Jenny Keane, if I'm being totally honest with you. <laughs> um, 
Thank you, Neve. Uh, yeah, so I suppose now the best place would be my website, which is jennykeen.com and you can sign up to my newsletter. I don't bombard people. I don't do it on Instagram. I don't believe in putting out content every day. You know, it's it's very overwhelming to mm. take any from any kind of information in like that, but especially sexual information. And so I never bombard you. So um, I always put newsletters out and that tells you about the workshops and things. Well, not always. I put them out every two months or so. Might do it a little bit more often now. But uh, you can sign up to the newsletter there. And I'm also on... Um, I mean, if you look at, I have so many podcasts done as well. If you search me in Spotify, I don't know how many I've done so far. And uh, I also have a YouTube channel if people are interested in Tantra Yoga. And I think this is, um, I always direct people there. I actually have a winter series that I did last year and it's a five day practice. And so it's for people who might experience numbness or a difficulty in like feeling sensation in their body. This practice is, um, I have to say, it's incredible because it recognizes your pelvis as like an epicenter of power, you know, so a powerhouse. And it also teaches you how to move from your mind into your body to become attuned to the sensations moving through your body, which, you know, when we talk about orgasm orgasm is energy right Mm -hmm. orgasm is sensation the ability to feel some people tell me like oh I feel tingles in my hands and feet when I get an orgasm is that normal and it's like yes this is normal for your body you know Um, and so it's learning to recognize these sensations become attuned to them and to really as I said earlier on in this to to really understand the language that your body is using to speak to you because it speaks to you by way of energy by way of heat by way of emotion right energy and motion and so um, allowing yourself to become attuned to this and then I suppose the next step then is the mastery of that you're learning then how to I suppose attach onto those waves of energy and learn how to move them yourself which is what um, I suppose the the next progression is and this is where you can start to move into You'll, you'll you'll see this if you watch the Goop, you know, episodes. They talk about this in terms of learning how to move into transcendental states, bliss states, you know, um, states of, you know, utter peace and, um, you know, uh, I suppose orgasmic states, right? Um, and uh, and learning how to uh, uh, live, right? And, and be in those states. Because oftentimes people say, you know, oh, I want to, if they've experienced that, I want to experience more. And I always say like, you have to train your body, right? Yeah. You have to teach your body, even, you know, experiencing the state of peace, right, can be overwhelming for your body to feel and mm. to experience if your body is used to being in states of stress yeah. and anxiety and depression because it learns these states, right? These are just exper- energetic experiences or emotional experiences that we uh, we feel in and through the body. And so moving to, you know, orgasmic experiences, pleasurable experiences, we also have to teach the body that it's safe to feel this that yeah. it's okay to feel this and this is how you feel this and um, and if you want to feel more of this like I'm here to have this conversation with you so it's like that connection right it's so interesting so. there's so much information as well and I think as well yeah. some of it can get a little bit overwhelming mm. if you're stepping into it at first and I think that that's kind of you know what I would implore people to do is to go and literally 
listen, take in that education, listen yes. to people who know what they're talking mm-hmm. about. Because like I was watching one of the episodes of Goop there only last week and it was talking about the different types of orgasms that, you know, people can have. And then the partners who were experiencing the different types. So whether it's through energy, where it's the physical, the very sexual type, the penetrative. And like that in itself is a whole conversation mm. that like most couples I don't think are having, but they should be having because it's like you can't or not that you can't, but like you may not have the same orgasmic experience that your partner does. But imagine if you both spent time on learning what that was yeah. and how that could be then as an experience. Yeah, well, we've never learned to have this. We've never learned that it's possible to have no. this conversation, right? So we only ever know what we know, right? And I always say that like, you know, one of the beautiful things about this is once you step into it, realizing that actually it's limitless, that when you think you know something, you, that's when you have an issue. You know, I'm, I, I always think like I'm always, I feel like I'm so far away from knowing anything, you know, and sometimes I'm shocked by, I listen to, back to some things that I say and I'm like, whoa, where did I even, I don't even remember. I feel like I'm I'm teaching myself right now in this moment, you know. <laughs> yeah. So it's, it's and, and we've never learned that it's possible to have these conversations because when it comes to our sexuality, you know, we've never learned how to experience our sexuality as, pl- as a place of creativity yeah. where imagination can live where um, uh, uh, possibility can live and I think you know having more of these conversations opening and exposing yourself to this kind of um, work and education and 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 even just um uh, pleasure right uh, can will, will open up in ways that are vulnerable, scary, ecstatic, uh, powerful, terrifying, all of the emotions, you know, and this is, I think, the human experience, right, that, you know, exploring your sexuality isn't about perfection, it's about being messy, it's about making mistakes, it's about not knowing and being okay to say, I don't know what I'm doing here, you know, and then, and and asking for support, right, whether that's from you know, someone like me or whether that's from your partner, you know, saying like, I'm that's why like a lot of people say, like, we're having difficulties in partnership and I don't know where to begin. I'm like, have you spoken to your partner? That's the first step, Step you know, and a lot of people, uh, a lot of people that for a lot of people, that isn't the first step. They don't know where to go. So I think, you know, learning how to put imagination and and creativity and playfulness back at the centre of our sexuality is 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 a gift that we can that will have ripple like effects in all aspects of our life absolutely Mm. it's important work that you do Jenny and I'm going to get you back in because I feel like we've only literally tip of the iceberg like I want to talk more about Tantra Yoga we didn't even get to the five pillars of pleasure I could talk to you all (laughs) day long but you are we'll do a week of sex absolutely we'll go every single day we can do a pillar a day just so that we can learn more about it Um, you are still on Instagram I hope that this doesn't happen but to be honest with you the amount of people who were reacting I I hope that Instagram as a platform look at creators like you and realise the importance of what you're doing it's hello Jenny Keen on Instagram Instagram so yeah. anybody can go and find you but we're also going to put your email or sorry your newsletter and your website details in the description box below so everybody should go and check out Jenny. Thank you, Thank you so much for coming Thank in you. I'm sure it's been a, a hectic few days and we're yeah. so happy here at her to just support the work that you do and shout about it as much as we can to get people over so that they can learn and yeah listen to the stuff that you're talking about it's oh. so important. Thank you so much Neve. Thank you. I, I, I just I can't appreciate I'm overwhelmed with the support so thank you well anything that we can do always a pleasure and you are more than welcome to come back anytime oh thank you (laughs) 